It is for freedom that you have been set free. Welcome to a Cup of Freedom podcast, where we believe that freedom is available. Now, here's your host, Matt Galbraith. Hello, everyone. This is Matt Galbraith with a Cup of Freedom. Got my coffee, and I'm ready to share with you here today. It's a beautiful day here where I'm at in Texas. I hope it's a beautiful day where you are as well, wherever you're listening to this from. Thank you again for those of you that have been listening and supporting the show. This is episode six. Wow, I can't even believe that I'm saying that. Episode six, full-length episodes. I've done some shorter episodes, but this is episode six. Uh, And I wanted to come on today and do a follow-up episode to the first couple of episodes that I did uh, talking about uh, Your Story Matters. And so that's what we're going to talk about today, just to follow up. And I've been starting to hear back from some of you now that are listening, and I'm so encouraged by that. I'm so grateful that you are listening, that you are supporting the show, and now I'm getting some feedback, and I wanted to share here in a, a few minutes just some emails and some thoughts that I've been getting from from people. So thank you. Thank you for those 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 emails, those encouragements. You know, when I first started this show, I really didn't know what I was doing. Uh, I, I didn't know how to start a podcast. I didn't know, uh, you know, how to do that. I just knew that God had a message that he had given me through my own story and that he wanted me to put that message out there for other people, to give them hope, to give them freedom. And so that's why this started. And really it's been, I looked at my calendar the other day, it's been about a month now since the first episode came out. And I'm just grateful to the Lord for his goodness and provision in my life and how he can use this message and use really anybody's story to, to impact other people. You know, I do have to be honest, too. When I first started this, I really didn't know if anybody else would listen outside of my mom. You know, moms are great, right? They, they're they going to listen no matter what, you know, you did. So, love you, mom, by the way. Thank you for your support. <laughs> you know, but mom, that's, you know, moms are going to be that way. I could have I been doing a show, uh, you know, interviewing serial killers, and my mom would still listen. You know, that's just how moms are, right? They love you no matter what. So, you know, hey, I think I just thought of a new idea for, for, a, new, for a new show, right? Hey, uh, sitting down with a cup of coffee and interviewing serial killers. I don't know. I, I think I may, ha- I may be on to something there. I'm not sure. But, but anyway, so, yeah, I really didn't know who was going to listen or if anybody would listen. And, and you know, this the show is slowly getting out there and it's building, but ultimately it really is to get the message out there of hope and freedom and to provide a safe place for stories to be heard, for freedom to be talked about, to talk about real questions, to search and seek out real answers in a very difficult subject matter with regards to sexual purity. And so I just wanted to share a few uh, emails and feedback that I got uh, from you, the listeners, and I'm just so grateful. Uh, one person emailed me and wrote, 
Uh, Matt, I just want to thank you for you sharing your story and your message. It has given me hope that I can tell my story, and I am now ready to do that. Wow, that I'm just, uh, again, blown away by that to, to now... You know, I, I, even before starting this podcast, I would listen to guys' stories and listen to people's stories. And, and now this is just opening up even more avenues and doors for that. Another person uh, emailed me and said, I continue to be so blessed by your practical counsel on the podcast. There are so many great points. Another, uh, another person emailed and said, I have really enjoyed the interviews. It's great to hear other stories and points of view on this subject. Yeah, and I really enjoy the interviews too. Uh, there's going to be more to come on that. I, I really do enjoy just hearing other people's stories and other people's way that they're using their story to, to help individuals to serve, you know, in the kingdom of God. And that's just so great. So thank you again for these emails. Please keep them coming. Please know that I take every email serious. If you would like to reach out and email me, with anything, with a comment, with a question, with an encouragement, with you, you need help in some way, please email me uh, at mgalbraith, G-A-L-B-R-A-I-T-H, 2007, at gmail.com. I would love to just support you in any way that I can. We, we also do, uh, I do one-on-one coaching uh, where there's a little bit more intentionality to that, where I will actually take you through a journey, take you through a process of of freedom, finding your own freedom, connecting to your own story, and all of that. But I just wanted to follow follow you know this up today and kind of maybe tie a bow on it. I'm you know as I continue to do these podcasts, I'm going to continue to incorporate my own story of what God's done in my life. That's just because that's that's my testimony. That's what I know. And but I wanted to you know I called this episode the beauty of God's story, and I really. You know, I love that because really all of this, all of the whole point of me sharing it was that God, you know, God took something that was really not all that great and he turned it into something beautiful. And that's what he does. Like he's in the business of taking something that doesn't look that good. There's, you know, a lot of evil involved with it possibly and sin. And he wants to take that and redeem that and provide freedom and hope and to make it into something beautiful. And I know that's what he's done in in my life. And I know that's what he wants to do in your life. So if you're listening to this, please know that. Please know that's available. Please know that, that this beautiful story can be written in your life, whatever hardship you're going through, whatever trauma you've gone through. If you're struggling with this, this addiction right now today and you don't see any way out and see any freedom, you don't even see how anything beautiful can come from it, please know that that's, that's what God does. That's just who he is. It's how good he is. And he longs for that for you. And as I told, I've told you before, our part is to be willing to allow God to do it. We can't close him off. We can't keep him shut out. We have to allow him that access to our hearts to be able to do the healing and to do the freeing. So when I think about the story that God's telling in my life, you know, it, it's number one, it's not about me. 
But really the, the foundation of this story and the foundation of this ministry that we've started, Freedom For You, is this beautiful foundation, this beautiful freedom and truth that God has given us through Jesus Christ. It's given me in my own individual life, but then in my marriage, this renewed sense of hope and freedom. It's given me this beautiful foundation. And really this ministry comes from that story. This is not just me waking up one day and saying, oh, you know, porn's a bad thing and you should stop doing it. Now, there are people out there with that message and I'm not going to discount any of that because believe me, I know the harm of pornography. I know what it does to people. And so that message is just as valid. I'm not saying my message is any better than anybody else's. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, is that the foundation of this ministry, the foundation of this podcast, the foundation of everything that I'm doing is through the story that God's telling in my life. It's not just saying, well, porn is bad, so stay away from it. It really is a story of, well, here's what God has done in my life. Here's the freedom that he's given me. And so now you can enter into that. You can find that. You can experience that. That's really the foundation of this. And that's really where I'm hoping to continue to go with future podcasts, with, with the ministry in the future, as God allows it. And so I'm grateful for that. And that really is, to be able to see that as a beautiful thing, I, you know, I know I've shared it in a few of my other episodes. If you have not heard my story yet, uh, really God's story, please go back to the first three episodes. That's where I kind of share my story of God's, God healing me and freeing me from pornography. So go back and listen to that. But, you know, again, I, I shared in, in some of that, that that it was very difficult for me to reconcile this idea that God did want to use me and he had a story to tell in my life. And he was telling a story in my life. He wanted to, and he wanted to use that for somebody else. It was very difficult for me, but at some point in time, I could either just embrace it or continue to fight against it. I could continue to just say, okay, no God, no God. Or I could just say finally, yes, and surrender it. And this beautiful idea of surrendering it to God and just saying, God, my life is yours anyway. So just use this as you see fit for other people, for your glory and for others. And that was a hard place to get to because I really wasn't ready for that at some point in time. But God took me on this journey and he showed me and he allowed me to eventually get to a place where I was able to be obedient and say yes to Lord, to give up control and to give it to him. And I use the word beauty because it really is something that is beautiful. And that's why I say it for you as well, that it can be something beautiful in your own life as well, because God is in the business of taking things that are a mess and are a wreck and making in them into something beautiful. So I want you to know that. And, and, and it gave me this, you know, I've talked about, or maybe I haven't talked about, but I'm thinking about doing a whole episode on this called the two me's, you know, and I, I, there were, there were two different mats that existed at some point during my addiction. There was the outer mat, which was ultimately the fake me, 
And there was the inner Matt, who was the real me. Now, the outer Matt, if you were to have met him, you would have probably never guessed that he was struggling with pornography. You would have never guessed that he was dealing with this. You know, he had everything you would think together on the outside. He, you know, lived his life. He was active in the community. He, he worked a job. He was married, had a family, went to church, served in the church, came from a really solid family, good family, loving family, all of those things. And yet that wasn't the real Matt. That wasn't the real me. Because inside, in, in the hidden life that I was living, it was a completely different me. A me of not liking myself very well, a me of staying hidden in my addiction, searching out ways to gratify my lust through pornography. And so the other part of this I wanted to share that really has been beautiful is, you know, I never, I never really was comfortable with the outer me, the fake me. I knew that this inner me was really what was going on and really you know, was who I am. But the two were disconnected. And until I actually connected the outer and the inner to become one whole person, to say, this is who I am, there was always going to be these two me's that I was battling. It was like I was two personalities almost. Like, here's what I want you to see about me, but I don't, I, I've got to protect myself from really you finding out what's really going on inside of me. And so the beauty in the process of finding freedom, the beauty of the journey of that is that there became this oneness between the outer and the inner me of like, here's who I am. This other person that I was trying to make you believe that's who I was, that's not really me. And I'm putting on a good show for you. I'm wearing all the masks, but inside, you know, I'm really struggling with this. And if you only knew. So as that, as the inner me then came out, <laughs> there was a connection that was made between the, the, God began to shatter this outer me and say, Matt, d just be okay with talking about it. It's okay. It's okay. And so though that connection was huge for me to be able to the outer and the inner man to be able to be connected and say, you know, it wasn't just fixing the outer me and changing it into somebody else even different, which is what I had been doing for 20 years of trying to manipulate and maneuver this outer me to make you like me, to make you accept me. And it's just exhausting. It's just exhausting. And some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. And so as I, again, the beauty of, of what God did was that there was this oneness that came to be about. And I'm, I'm so grateful and so thankful. And now as I go about my life, yeah, do I still struggle at times with trying to put a persona out there? Well, I do. Yes. But it's not near the same of what it was during my 20 year addiction. Because now I've reconciled the fact that this is God's story in my life, this is who I am. This is who he has said that I am. 
And now it allows me to not have to pretend and not have to put on a fake persona and not to try to be something that I'm not. To just, here's who I am. I'm going to be comfortable in my own skin. Why? Because God is comfortable with who I am. He's comfortable with who I am. So why am I not? Why am I trying to still pretend? He loves me just as I am. He created me. And that's the same message for you. Are you trying to become something or someone that you're really not? Are you trying to put out this fake persona, this outer person that is not really who you are? And I I will tell you, if you're not already exhausted, you will get to a place where you're just completely exhausted with that. It's exhausting trying to hide and pretend and to fool people and to fake people. And it's just, it just wears you out. And Jesus says, come to me and I will give you rest. Come to me and I will give you the freedom. Come to me and I will give you the life that you're looking for. So reconciling these two me's, and I just want to mention for a minute, you know, there's a story in the Bible in Genesis you know, I'm not going to say the whole story, but it's Joseph's story. Joseph, the, one of the sons of Jacob, okay, the great-grandson of Abraham. All right, You have Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and then one of Jacob's sons is Joseph. And so the story of Joseph told somewhere around Genesis chapter 40. I would really encourage you as one of your action steps this week to read through the story of Joseph. There's so much there with regards to his story. Uh, and there's a whole section in there about dealing with temptation, especially sexual temptation. We're not going to go into that today. I may even do an episode on Joseph here down the road about how he dealt with sexual temptation. But his story of basically his brothers at some point didn't like him. He had all these dreams and goals and passions in his life and wanted to do all this. And his brothers just got jealous and were like, and they ended up selling him off as a slave. And so Joseph goes off into, into slavery and he's basically sold like a farm animal, animal would be. And he goes off, and he, he, but he works his way up, and he ends up coming to uh, Potiphar, a character in the Bible, Potiphar's house, and he's, he's a, he works for uh, Potiphar. He's like you know, the second-hand man there to, for you know, Potiphar. And, and in his home, he's serving Potiphar. And so Potiphar's, uh, there's a lady of the house, Potiphar's wife, and he, she lures, tries to lure Joseph into a sexual relationship. And Joseph just literally just runs away. And that's a whole episode, like I said, again, of him just running away. And come to, come to find out, well, Potiphar's wife gets upset. She accuses Joseph of coming on to her and actually sexually assaulting her. I guess you could literally say accusing him of rape. And Potiphar believes his wife and throws Joseph into prison. So Joseph's now in prison and he's staying in prison and he has basically been abandoned by everybody and everyone. And um, and so there he is, but he doesn't give up. And there's this two-year period of him, you know, going through this. <coughs> Excuse me. And so the moral of this story is eventually Joseph comes to a place where he meets this cupbearer to to the king. And he told the cupbearer that um, 
he could interpret dreams. And two years later, the cupbearer remembers this as the king starts having these dreams. And Joseph now is elevated to this place where he starts to interpret the dreams of the king. And coming to all this to, to say, I don't want to go into the whole story. Please read it. But eventually, Joseph gets to this place where he's now back confronted with his brothers. And his brothers are humbled and all of this. And they're just like, okay, you know, they're afraid of Joseph, actually. And Joseph, there's one of my favorite verses of all time is in Genesis 50:20 and he says to his to his brothers he says to them and actually it's back in verse 19 he first says don't be afraid of me am i god that i can punish you and here's the verse you intended to harm me but god intended it all for good he brought me to this position so I could save the lives of many people. And oh, how I love that, because what was intended to harm Joseph, God intended for good. And he uses this phrase, but God. You know, I, I've started to really embrace that, those two words over the last few years. But God. You know, oh man, you know, God, I went through this 20-year addiction. Man, this just looked, this was a mess. But God, but God freed me. But God healed me. But God gave me my marriage back and my family back and really my life back. But God. And I love the message of that, of that. All of that in my own story was intended for evil, was intended to harm me, to ruin me, but also everyone around me. My wife, my kids, my family, just every, everything. The enemy intended it for that, for evil. But God intended it for good. He wanted to take all of that and to turn it into something beautiful. So I love that story. Go back and read it this week and just to, to, to even, even if you just focus on Genesis 50, 20 and that, that how he shifts from, he, he knew this was intended for, for bad to now God taking that, but God, what does that look like in your life? The, but God, <laughs> you know, I don't know whether you're where you're at in your journey. But I do know this, but God, he wants to take whatever has been used against you to harm you, whatever you've done to harm yourself. He wants to use that for your good, if you will allow him to. Do you believe that? At some point in time, I had to get to a place where I actually believed that. God, you really meant for all this good? I mean, this for this to turn out good? 20 years of this? Really? It doesn't seem possible. But again, as I've told you in the first few episodes of my story, is that I had to begin to embrace the pain of my story 
and see the pain as a blessing. Joseph, at this point, sees all that he went through. The imprisonment, the abandonment, being left by his his family, his brothers, being sold off. Can you imagine? And he has the now perspective to be able to say, but God intended this for good. Look what he's done. He's now saved all these people because of this. And that's my message to you today as I kind of wrap up this, is that God wants that for you. I wanted to leave you today with a quote. And this is a quote from Brene Brown. And I love her and some of her writings. And she talks a lot about just coming to terms with your story and things like that. And she has this quote that says, Authenticity is a collection of choices that we have to make every day. It's about the choice to show up and be real, the choice to be honest, the choice to let our true selves be seen. Ooh, there's so much good in that. But what I love about it really is it's saying ultimately that it's a choice. We have to make a choice. It comes down to a choice. And so another action step that I want you to think about today as I end this podcast is it really does come down to a choice. It did for me. Was I going to choose to continue to just live in this addiction, to live in this two me's, an outer fake me and an an inner me? And it really does come down to a choice. A choice to give up porn, a choice to, to get honest about ourselves, a choice to be real and authentic, a choice to ask for help. So it's this series of choices to finding freedom. And still today, I would say to this day that I still have to wake up and still make that choice to be honest with what I'm dealing with, to still have support and allies and cheerleaders in my life to cheer me on along the way. That goes on. That's going to go on until the day I'm with Jesus. It doesn't end. But I have to choose to enter into that. That's my part of it. My part of it is to say yes to that and to, to really understand that I was choosing to go to an addiction over choosing to enter into the freedom that God had already given me. When, when God really showed me that, 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 you know, there was nobody holding a gun to my head when I was choosing to look at porn. There was nobody that was forcing me. I ultimately gave over to that and I was worshiping a fake God. And until I came to the realization that I really could choose to say no to it and say yes to something so much better. I could make that choice with God's help through the Holy Spirit inside of me. Yes, but I could make it. God had already given me everything I needed. He had already done everything necessary. I just had to enter into that and say yes to it and surrender to it. So I leave you with that action step today. What? What choice do you need to make right now? Maybe you're at the place where you need to make that first 
choice to just say, I need to get honest about this. I can't do this anymore. I'm so sick of this. I need to ask for help. Maybe you're to a place where you've already started down the road, but you're still kind of one foot in, one foot out. You're not all in yet. And that's a choice now you need to make to say, I need to go all in. I'm ready to fully surrender this to you, God. And then maybe you're at a place where you've experienced some some freedom, but you're still kind of somewhere in the back of your mind. You're like waiting for the waiting for the hammer to fall again. You're worried that it's going to come back. Well, that's not true freedom. Living in this place of fear, waiting for it to come back. And you're in this place where you're like, well, I need to just need to choose to know that God is with me and that I'm free and I can choose that every day. And I don't have to live in this fear of waiting for the hammer to fall again. The Spirit of God is inside of me. I can live in freedom. So think about that this week. Think about the choice that you need to make right now. Whether it's step one, step 100, or step 10,000. Whatever choice you're at in a way. Freedom is a daily choice. It's a daily walk with the Lord. So I hope that, again, thank you so much for the feedback. Thank you for just the encouragement of that. Please, again, I would say reach out. You can find out more about us on our Facebook page. If you go to at Take the Journey to Freedom, all one word, at Take the Journey to Freedom. Again, you can email me at mgalbraith, G-A-L-B-R-A-I-T-H, 2007 at gmail.com. Please reach out. We would love to help you in your journey. We'd love to hear your story. We do one-on-one coaching. We would just love to be able to encourage you and help you to see the beauty in God's story in your life. So thank you again for joining me today. I hope you found this helpful. And if you would like to support the show, we would greatly appreciate that to help us to continue to be able to level this program up, to continue to produce this show. If you would like to do that, we have a Patreon account. You can go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Freedom For You Journey. And it's the number four and the letter U. That would greatly encourage us as well. So I just want to say thank you for the cup today. And as we say here quite often, come as you are and find freedom.